minutes away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. I ride a diesel through your sound like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Oh, yeah, man. Riot's a rip. National Basketball Association. To the rim. It's tip-off time on the NBA 2K League Show, brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. The NBA 2K League Show is your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. I am your host, Kevin Draves, joined by my NBA 2K League analyst, Rob Hess, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Today's NBA 2K League show, we are going off of some recent news. Jimmy Butler was traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Timberwolves in that deal got Dario Saric and Robert Covington. So because of that, what we're going to do, last week we rebuilt the Orlando Magic, and this week our rebuild team is going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think the Sixers are already one of the top teams in the league, Will we eventually maybe do them and get them to a championship? Sure, of course, probably. But for now, we will start with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, the rules are each episode is going to be the full rebuild. So we have the one-hour show, five seasons, and we're going to see uh, you know how successful we can be. Now, obviously, in the Orlando Magic simulation, we did not win a championship. We did have some pretty good success. But we did not win a championship. So that was one of the things uh, that we were not able to accomplish with the Magic. Now, the Wolves are a lot further along than the Magic. So in my eyes, we should be able to get a championship. Now, again, the nice thing about five years is that gets you outside of the window of the Golden State Warriors. So I do think with five years, there's more than enough time to get a really solid squad together that's going to be able to compete against some of these other up-and-coming teams. So one of the first things that we obviously did was get the roster all set up. So in 2K19, we went in, made sure that trade was finalized with the Philadelphia 76ers, and we kind of moved on from there. One of the important things we ended up doing in this simulation, of course, would be getting rid of Tom Thibodeau. I think anyone that you know understands the Timberwolves understands that Tom Thibodeau is not the answer. So just to look at what we did here, so we grabbed a CFO. His name's Twin Olsen. He is a D on business, but an A-plus for potential. So we're kind of riding on that there. In a rebuild, that's a big part of it. So uh, Jordan Davis is going to be our assistant GM, and he's, a, he's pretty solid. A-plus potential. Uh, D on contracts, A-minus on trading. So again, potential. But we did get the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Stauffer, the coach you always want to go after if you can in 2K19. A for offense, B-plus for defense, A-plus for potential. We also grabbed Trent Peterson as our assistant coach, who is absolutely solid. Uh, one of the best names ever, by the way, for a coach, or sorry, for a scout in this case. Our head scout is Kuba Gooding. So <laughs> I found that pretty uh, fantastic. And then Trey James is our uh, current trainer. Now, he was the best available trainer. So 
in the next offseason, it's going to be important for us to get a different one. He's only a B, and you got to get an A or an A-plus trainer if you're going to get those extra training camps, which are going to be crucial to any rebuild. So we'll get this started off. Now, going over the roster to start it up, Towns, Wiggins, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, you have Jeff Teague, Derek Rose, Taj Gibson, Gorgie Jang, Tyus Jones, Anthony Tolliver, Luol Deng, James Nunnally, Josh Okogie, Kata Bates-Diop, Jared Bayless, C.J. Williams, and Jared Terrell. C.J. Williams and Jared Terrell are, of course, our two-way players. So those are guys to watch out for. Now, there's a lot of things we could start out with. Now, I'm a big Wolves fan, and so one of the first things I'm going to notice is that Jeff Teague has got to go. Uh, The one thing we've noticed with Jeff Teague is that he just has not... Now, I love Jeff Teague as a person, and I think he's a solid player. I just think with the roster as is, I'd rather be giving those minutes to Derrick Rose, who has been absolutely phenomenal so far this season. Say what you want about Derrick Rose off the court. On the court, the guy has been producing. And so when we're doing this rebuild, at least for the one year that he's here, because we probably wouldn't re-sign him, but for the one year he's here, I think our most successful option is to trade Jeff Teague at a minimum, but also maybe trade Derrick Rose. But Jeff Teague is going to be the start. So going into Trade Finder for Jeff Teague, take a look and see some of the options for trades that other teams are you know offering us. We have uh, Teague and Luel Dang for Lopez and Deladova. No, thank you. Justin Holiday in a first. I don't I don't hate that. We've done that uh, trade before when I've when I've done simulations. Not a lot of great options so far. Jeff Teague and Luol Deng for Hassan Whiteside. If we didn't have Towns, you know, that'd be something to consider. The problem you run into with Whiteside as well is making a lot of money. And that's not ideal, but most of these deals are not great. Uh, Yogi Ferrell, uh, considering we're looking for maybe a depth player, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Looking at some of the other options, the problem you're running into is you're not getting much in terms of good offers for younger players. It's mostly older players, which... You know, given Jeff Teague's age and Jeff Teague's salary, that's not too surprising, if, I, if I'm going to say so. I think, actually, you know what? The deal we might actually end up going with, we're going to take uh, man, you know, we could get a first-round pick from the Hornets. So a lottery-protected 21st and Bismarck Biombo, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But I, I'm kind of leaning toward the, the Hassan Whiteside deal. I, I, there's something about that that I like. You know what? Nope. We're going to do it. We're going to do Bismarck Biombo. So Bismarck Biombo and a first-round pick that is lottery protected from the Hornets. So not a bad deal there. So Jeff Teague is on his way out. So that does pave the way for either Tyus Jones or Derrick Rose to jump in to that starting spot, which I think is, a, is an upgrade as is. I just think they're better options for, uh, for what the Wolves are trying to build here. And, in fact, you know what? Derrick Rose, 30 years old, just a 77 overall. While he's playing better than that right now, I mean, if you if you took the Derrick Rose that we're watching on the court, he's easily an 80s player, easily. So uh, hopefully 2K does right that ship. But for now, I think he's a guy we got to move. One of the first picks or one of the first options is the 76ers, Mike Muscala and a first-round pick. Mike Muscala actually from my hometown of Roseville, Minnesota. So kind of a cool deal there. We have, oh, I love this trade, the Wizards, a first-round pick and one of our favorite players here on the NBA 2K League show, Thomas Bryant. You know, honestly, it would be tough for me to beat that deal. In fact, I don't even know if I'm going to look much further. That's, I mean, that's just such a good deal. You know, one of the, actually, another option would be uh, Jakob Pertl 
and a first round pick for Rose and a second. But nope, we're going to go the route with Thomas Bryant. I, I like that offer there. So first and Thomas Bryant for Derrick Rose, who does go to the Wizards. Now, they did have some interest in him in the offseason, so it's not too surprising that they end up uh, picking him up in a trade. Now, we are a little short at point guard now, which is one of the downsides. So if we can find a deal that's going to net us a point guard, that wouldn't be the worst thing ever. I, I think we'd, uh, we'd be pretty solid there. So Luol Deng is going to be one of the players that we're going to look to move on from as far as players that are left over. Uh, and Jared Bayless. If we could package those two together to get some sort of a deal, we might uh, might have a pretty pretty good looking team. So looking at some of the other, uh, Tony Bradley and Raul Neto is a is a pretty good offer actually. You also have Yogi Ferrell and Frank Mason, and we're definitely getting some point cards in the mix when we do that. We have wow, I like this a lot actually. So Luol Deng and Jared Bayless and a second round pick for Moritz Wagner and Ivica Zubats. I really like that trade. Now again. The downside is that we do not pick up a point guard, but I don't know that that matters in this case just because you're getting such good value. Uh, Henry Allenson and John Lure is another one we're being offered. So actually some really solid deals here. I think the best one is probably going to end up being, yeah, Mo Wagner and Ivica Zubats. So we're picking up uh, you know, some bigger guys, but that's all right. I think that gives us some pretty uh, solid depth. And I like the roster, uh, the way it's starting to shape up. Now, we do have some other players that don't necessarily need minutes. So you're talking, uh, so Gorgie Jang, Gorgie Jang and Taj Gibson, if we could package them together. Now, it's going to be tough because they make a lot of money. But at least looking at some of the offers that are out there, we might be able to, you know, kind of gauge team's interest. And looking at what's been offered, oh, it's a lot of junk and it's a lot of big money. So... We'll look at moving just Gorgie Jang alone. I think that's going to give us some better options to work with. So far, it has not. Um, mostly junk. And unfortunately, not a lot for point guards. Although, Isaiah Cannon is, is a player we've been offered. What's nice about him, he's on a one-year deal, barely makes any money. So we're going to do that. That is going to pick us up a depth player as far as point guard is concerned. And I like that. So now you've got Tyus Jones. And you've got Isaiah Cannon, which uh, that's an okay one-two punch for the first year of a rebuild. Long-term, that's not what you want. You want better players at the point guard position. But I think that's a pretty good-looking squad. Now we move to Taj Gibson and see what we can get for him in a, a single trade. Hopefully someone's willing to throw us some sort of a bone here in terms of just a, a decent player or someone that can at least give us some depth or help out uh, initially. A pick would be nice, but so far it doesn't look like anyone's really offering any sort of picks. Other than we, we did get offered Langston Galloway in a second, which I mean, we're definitely not taking that. Just given uh, Langston Galloway is not a great player, and the pick you're getting is a second. Evan Turner is another player we've been offered, but again, that's not ideal value. We got offered Jan Mahinmi in a first for Taj Gibson and a second. The Jan Mahinmi contract is a bad one, and there's a reason why we're taking on that first-round pick, but I'm doing it. We're going to make that trade. Jan Mahinmi is not a great guy in terms of what he can give us on the floor, but I think that first-round pick is worth taking that money on, and on top of that, we can move him in the offseason because he will be an expiring contract, and you can probably find a taker at that point. Looking at the rest of the squad, I think we're pretty solid as far as the team is concerned. I don't think we so we'll go over the roster before we start the sim. Carl Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, Tyus Jones, Anthony Tolliver, Bismarck Biombo, 
Jan Mahinmi, Ivica Zubats, James Nunnally, Moritz Wagner, Isaiah Cannon, Josh Akogi, Kata Bates Diop, CJ Williams, and Thomas Bryant. And then it rounds up the roster with our other two way player, Jared Terrell. So we're going to simulate now through to the trade deadline, or at least the all star break, and then take a look at how the team is doing at that point. Maybe look to trade some of these big contracts once they become available to be traded after the restrictions come off. So Bismarck Biambo and Jan Mahinmi would be guys we'd look to maybe move at the deadline. Again, you're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. So we've gotten to that point, and we are 23-29. and 29. Got off to a little bit of a slow start due to the big overhaul. So we had some issues, obviously, with chemistry. But now we're back up to um, almost the 90. So chemistry is not a big option, or not a big problem anymore, which is nice. We're trying to trade Bismarck Biombo, but man, the, the offers are not good. Let's just say that. So he's, well... Our best option looks like it's probably going to be Bismarck and a second-round pick for Yogi Ferrell. But at that point, might not be a bad idea. We could just let Bismarck Biombo walk. But I believe he actually has a player option, which ends up being uh, you know one of the downsides there is because you, you pretty much are going to get stuck with him because no one is, is going to be keeping him or no one's going to be paying him that kind of money. And I think he realizes that even virtual Bismarck Biombo understands the value of money. So we'll make that trade. We'll trade a Bismarck in a second for Yogi Ferrell, get him off the books, so it'll give us more money in the offseason. Looking at the other guy we were talking about wanting to be able to trade is Jan Mahinmi, which is, again, going to be real tough. And there's literally only one offer. It's Jan Mahinmi for Miles Plumley. Miles Plumley is a worse player, but the difference is he does make less money. So I do, I mean, I do appreciate that, I guess. And he is, uh, so he's got two years left on his contract, the same amount as uh, Jan Mahinmi. Man, that's a tough pill to swallow. I don't love that trade there. Maybe we can include something else that would help maybe uh, sweeten the deal a bit. Maybe we could throw in, you know, Jan Mahinmi and James Nunnally maybe, and that would give someone, uh, you know, they might jump in saying, all right, well, maybe I can get at least a, you know, a good, I'm getting a good shooter, and so I'm willing to give up a little bit of more. It doesn't look like there's much, uh, really, there's not much out there. We could take Lance Thomas and Luke Cornett would be one option. And Luke Cornett is a younger player, but not, not a great player, to say the least. I don't think that's going to be uh, the best option for us. Looking at uh, who else we've got going here. So we've already got Tyus Jones and Yogi Ferrell now. We could look to add in a player like maybe Jared Terrell. We also could look to add in Isaiah Cannon. So if we took Isaiah Kainan and Jan Mahinmi, maybe our options get a little better. Uh, Jared Dudley and Channing Frye, Alex Lannon, Miles Plumley. <laughs> we could get uh, Bismarck Biombo back, which we're not doing. Um, looking at some of the other options, nothing jumps off the page. Gorgie Jang in a second, we're not taking him back. We're definitely not doing that. So no, the 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 uh, the options don't exactly get much better if we include a guy like C.J. Williams. I know it's a you're throwing out a lot there at that point, but maybe he adds a little bit of value. Unfortunately, he does not. Uh, that's not the kind of uh, deal they're looking to do. Maybe if we take off Cannon, maybe that gives us a little more flexibility. Nope, the only offer would be Del Dova and Jalen Morris. So nothing really great uh, there either. So it's tough. It's going to be tough to move him. 
maybe adding in a player like Anthony Tolliver, who I do like, but and he's a great shooter, and that actually is not bad. So if we include that, we can actually get Kyle Korver and Channing Fry, which is actually a pretty solid trade because you're getting guys that are on expiring deals, and they still can play a little basketball. So we do have to include a second-round pick, but I think this is a good way to get that money off the books. So we will do that trade. It does require a uh, trade exemption, which we did happen to have. So it worked out pretty well for us. Looking at the rest of the roster, I think that's pretty solid. I don't know that we have any other moves we really need to make. Plus, we don't want to really mess with the chemistry all that much. But we've gotten the bad money off the books. So that gives us a pretty good start uh, for you know going into the offseason. So again, we're 23-29 and 29, starting up the uh, second half of the season. Now, our chemistry does drop uh, a, a quite a bit when we make that trade, unfortunately. to uh, Yeah, it looks like it dropped all the way down to 60%. So it's going to take a little time for us to get that back up, but that's okay. And a good start at the second half of the season starts off with a win, which we'll take. One thing we do want to do before we go any further is take a look and just see if anyone on the roster is available for contract extensions. I don't believe that they are. In fact, uh, nope. Everyone is either ineligible or undecided. But, again, good start to the second half of the season as we've, as we've won uh, two straight games. Now, again, oh, three straight games. So, apparently, the team likes the trade that we made. We are on fire right now. Just two games back of 500. Close loss to the Rockets, but that's not a bad way to start. I mean, that's a really solid team. And if you're able to compete with some of the top-tier teams, obviously, you're going in the right direction. Yeah, that's... Those wins were short-lived as now we're on quite the losing streak. So it's going to be a little bit of an up and down, but that's to be expected here You know when you're doing any sort of a rebuild. So we'll come back at you at the end of the season, and we'll take a look at how the team did and jump into the offseason. All right, so the season ends. We are 36-46. and 46. Looking at the superlatives, MVP is Steph Curry. DeAndre Ayton, Rookie of the Year. Sixth Man of the Year is Tyreek Evans. Defensive Player of the Year is Kawhi Leonard. Ricky Rubio is Most Improved. And Steve Kerr is your coach of the year. Looking at the All-NBA first, second, and third teams, unfortunately, nobody makes it for our team. You do have uh, Jimmy Butler, by the way, did make it for the 76ers. All defensive first and second teams, no one on that list as well. And no one on the rookie teams either. And did the Wolves make it? We did not. As far as how close we were, we missed it by, wow, we missed it by not much. Uh, it was pretty, pretty uh, close as far as uh, we were concerned. Yeah, looking at uh, who the le the eight seed was, the New Orleans Pelicans. Taking a look at some of the players on the roster and how good they did on the season. We'll take a look at specifically our team. Starting with Carl Towns, it led the way with uh, 18 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and 1.2 blocks. Wiggins with 15 points per game right behind him. Only uh, three rebounds and 1.7 assists. So you'd like him to rebound and pass a little better. Third scorer, though, by the way, Josh Akogi with uh, 12 points per game. And then you had Sarge and Covington going down the list. So you got some decent play from some players, but we're definitely going to have to make some pretty big changes here in the offseason. Um, so we'll stimulate through the playoffs. You know, it's probably going to be pretty standard. The Warriors will likely win the championship in year number one. They do start off with a sweep of the New Orleans Pelicans. Looking at some of the other teams, not too many surprises. You have, wow, Chicago actually as an eight seed takes out Toronto as the one seed in the East. 
Chicago is now about to move on. Do they blow it? Oh, they blew it. So in the second round, they had a 3-1 lead against the Pacers. They ended up losing, though. Probably wasted a lot of energy taking out the Toronto Raptors, but good for them. And then you have Philadelphia makes it to the championship. One game to one. Warriors end up going four games to one. DeMarcus Cousins is your finals MVP, which does happen a lot in these situations. Looking at the league meetings, which is where we like to start, looks like everything was rejected. The closest thing to being taken was eliminate the follow-out rule. Players will no longer follow out, and it really wasn't that close, though. And then you had 11 players from each conference will be named to the All-Star team. That was the closest one by far. So, of course, we jump to the draft lottery, which is going to be pretty important for us. Timberwolves sitting at 10th. Uh, as far as uh, lottery odds are concerned. Hopefully they can find a way to move up. We'll just skip through this. And the Timberwolves, nope, we do stay at 10th. And we did it. We had made some trades for some future first-round picks. None of those are in this draft. So we're sitting at 10th uh, in this draft. That's uh, not a bad spot to be sitting. Kind of mid-lottery, which we'll take. Uh, jumping to staff signings, we had already signed pretty much everyone to a four-year deal, except for the one guy we do need to make sure we get is our trainer. And we need to get someone that's going to be pretty high up if we're going to have a, have a shot here. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of money. So that's going to make it a little difficult as the top trainer does end up rejecting our offer. We'll have to go to someone down the list, unfortunately, which is going to hurt us a bit. We do have a, play, uh, a guy, a B-, minus, and he ends up being he's got an A for potential. So that's not too shabby. Again, we don't have much money to offer these guys because we spent so much on some of these other players. Uh, other positions so it's going to be big that we hopefully sign and we got this guy so he's a b minus training a from a of potential that is going to hurt us a little bit just given that we really wanted to get those extra training camps for in the off season but unfortunately it did not work out that way so now we're going to jump ahead to the nba draft again we were sitting at pick number 10 so jumping ahead to our actual pick we'll take a look and see who is still available Pretty good draft class here. We did uh, end up bringing in the uh, the 2019 draft class. So taking a look at some of these players, Bull Bull could be an interesting option. We have Trey Jones. We have Jonte Porter, who I'm a big fan of. Jonte Porter could make a lot of sense, just given that uh, if we had a really top-tier player at that position, it could be pretty good. We do also have Darius Garland. He is a point guard. And really, point guard's like probably our biggest need 79 overall just 20 years of age six foot two and i think uh that's probably who we're going to go with although we will take a look at potential so he is a b for potential which isn't too shabby although you'd like him to be a little higher if you could get it but it looks like he is going to be our our best option just given everyone that's available we're going to go with him so darius garland and he does fit a need so darius garland is our draft pick now we jump to, uh, and that's it actually. We didn't have any other picks in this draft. So we might actually see if we can land one more. Taking a look at the trade finder and who we actually have that's available. There's no one really that's available that we'd want to really necessarily move on from. Other than Kata Bates Diop could be an interesting name to move on from. Just because he's just a 73 overall and he's already 23 years of age. So looking at who they'd be a team would be willing to give us could give us maybe a young player that's a little more solid or a decent pick could be a, another option for us we have antonio blakeney 
and a second. Antonio Blakeney is always getting traded in these scenarios, so he wouldn't be the worst option. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is a very good young talent. Ray Spaulding, you know, I don't love most of these trades that were being offered. It's a lot of older players, and I think we'll end up probably just keeping our pick. It looks like the Warriors offered us a first and a second. The Sixers offered us a first. So I think we're gonna we're just gonna hold on to him for now. We'll hold on to Kata Bates, and we will not end up uh, trading for a uh, pick in this draft. So we'll sim to the end. We'll move on to rookie signing and the offseason. It's gonna be crucial that we pick up some top tier free agents if we're gonna really have uh, some good success. But it's a good start for the draft that we did get a top tier point guard that's gonna be able to help us out immediately in that starting lineup. Looking at team and player options, we have James Nunnally and Yogi Ferrell. They want us to accept Yogi Ferrell, but we're not. We're going to decline him. We're going to decline decline James Nunnally as well. Looking at qualifying offers, we'll extend qualifying offers to Zubats, Tyus Jones, and Thomas Bryant. Gives us some good depth at the center position, and Tyus Jones will be our backup point guard going forward, so it's going to be important that we're able to sign him to a deal. Looking at some of the players that are available, it's pretty standard. you got Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Now, if we could get Kyrie Irving, that would be a huge get for us. I, I mean, it's going to be tough. He's making a lot of money. And we do have a, a decent amount of uh, cap already being used. So we'll have to announce the rights of a few of these players. And that's going to make a big difference for us. Because if we can add in just a little bit of extra, you know, a little bit of extra cap space, that's going to be huge as far as uh, everything is concerned. So we can renounce all of our uh, trade exemptions as well to make sure we maximize all the cap space that we can. All right, so taking a look at who's actually available now after day one, a number of the, the better players are already off the board, unfortunately. One interesting name is D'Angelo Russell. Now, he is uh, 23 years of age, but he's just an 84. I think we'd be better off sticking with our rookie in this instance. Clay Thompson is available. He is a unrestricted free agent, so he would be a guy that could maybe make some sense. But we do not have the kind of money we were hoping for, so it looks like we're going to have to settle for a lot of those kind of those those B tier free agents. We've got uh, Javon Quinterly, which is a pleasant a player that actually gets pretty good sometimes when we do these scenarios. Austin Wiley is another player that we've had pretty good luck with as far as simulations are concerned. They end up being uh, pretty solid players, and there's some of the better players out there as far as the game is concerned. Quinterly is just 19 years of age, a 74 overall. I think if we could get him to a, you know, a four-year deal, we could move on from Tyus Jones, and I think that just gives us a little better flexibility as far as the future is concerned. A decent player, we have uh, Jarrett Horton, small forward, power forward, just 19 years of age, a 72 overall. Another player that's not making a ton of money, but that could really help us out. I think, uh, I think long-term he'd be a pretty good addition. And we do get both those players to sign. So if with that in mind, we will renounce the rights of some of these other players that we, we just aren't going to need now. So renounce all those rights. We jump to the next selection. We're going to go trying to get some two-way players if we can. So a good way to do that is to sort by age and then find some guys that are not only young, but also generally have to be a 65 or lower if you're going to get them to agree to a two-way deal. So we offered one to a 19-year-old, 64 overall, a shooting guard. And then we'll also offer one to a player that we've had pretty good success with in the past in two-way deals, which is J.D. Red, another 19-year-old. He is a center. 
and they both agree. So we do have our two-way players locked up as well. And now we're jumping into actual free agency. So now the best player still available is going to be Chris Middleton, but we, again, don't have much. We really don't have much wiggle room as far as our team is concerned, but we do have 10 players already. So we're going to have to target some players that aren't making a ton of money and can still, uh, you know, fill some sort of a need. So we'll go through this portion of it. We'll go through the rest of the offseason, come back at you at the start of the season number two. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing In That Channel, and we are the NBA 2K League show. All right, season two is starting up. We'll take a look at the roster. Carl Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, Darius Garland, Moritz Wagner, Josh Okogie, Javon Quinterly, Raul Neto, Jarrett Horton, Eric Moreland, E.K. Anabogu, A.J. Reeves, Mitchell Gill, and then our two-way players are Nick Roberts and J.D. Red. Jumping over to the power rankings, NBA.com, they have us as the 29th best team as far as rankings. 2K Sports has us as dead last at 30th, and Mark Spears, who always seems to really overvalue us, has us as 10th. So at a minimum, I think we'll get a pretty interesting season. So instead of stopping at the trade deadline for this one, we actually are going to jump ahead to the end of the season and take a look how the team is doing there. We'll jump back in if something big happens or if any trades come about, but otherwise we'll see at the end of the season if the team is able to make the playoffs and make any sort of a run in year number two. All right, so in year two, we did improve, but not by much. 39 and 43 ends up as the record. MVP is Steph Curry. RJ Barrett is your rookie of the year. Luka Doncic, sixth man. Kawhi Leonard is def Defensive Player of the Year. Derek Rose, most improved player, who we traded away. And Luke Walton is actually the coach of the year. So kind of cool for him. Looking at all NBA teams, we do not make any of the all NBA teams, unfortunately. All defensive, we do not make that either. And we do make uh, all rookie second team, Darius Garland. So not too shabby. He's already up 2 and 81. So a pretty good look there. We unfortunately do not make the playoffs. We miss it by quite a few games, actually, this time, as uh, the next closest team was seven games ahead of us. So the Western Conference was stacked. 46 wins was what it took to get into the playoffs in the Western Conference. So we jump ahead to the playoffs. We'll simulate through here and then take a look and see uh, how the offseason is going to look. I think there's a number of moves we're probably going to have to look to make. I don't know that players like Robert Covington or Dario Saric are good enough to take us to that next level. So we might have to look to trade those players. Now, in real life, I love those additions the Timberwolves made. But in these simulations, their overall and what they bring to the table just is not good enough where I think you can make them cornerstones of your franchise in these simulations. So... As the playoffs are coming to an end, looking at some of the teams that are surprising here, the Rockets make it to the championship, and the 76ers actually end up winning the championship. Now, looking at their squad, they were not able to retain Jimmy Butler, actually, in the offseason, despite him saying he would stay. They did get Clay Thompson, however, so the big three of Simmons, Embiid, and Thompson is what it took for them to win a championship, which is pretty cool. Not too shabby at all. So jumping ahead to the offseason, 
As always, we start with the league meetings. One thing we hope for in these scenarios is that they change the draft age to 18. That ends up making a – you have a pretty good shot of getting some good young talent then, and it makes the drafts a little better. But not this time. Nothing was passed. Jumping ahead to the draft lottery. Now, we had an okay season, and we did get better, and that could hurt us a little bit here as far as the draft is concerned. Looking ahead – sorry, at the draft lottery – we are, wow, okay. So we made some trades recently. We have the number 12 pick, but we also have a shot, it looks like, at the number one pick. Now, I do think that the number one pick, we would only get that if they dropped, so we don't get it. So the Hornets do keep their pick. It was lottery protected. But we do have two picks in this draft, 17 and 13. So we might look to package those to move up. We have a number of different options uh, as far as our team is concerned. Uh, one thing we will move on from is our trainer. He uh, is still just a B. We will fire him and try to bring in a guy that's going to be able to give us a little more value just in terms of the oof. Unfortunately, what we run into is the same problem as before. We have no money. And so we're not going to be able to bring in a top trainer, it doesn't look like, unfortunately. But we got to put the offers out there at a minimum. Because hopefully one of these guys that's an A is willing to take a little less money. Because if that's the case, then we can, nope, both of them do end up projecting it. And that definitely hurts us a bit. We're going to actually end up probably having to bring back our old trainer. So that's, that's going to be what we're going to, that's what we're going to be able to have to do. We do sign him. So Trey James does come back at least. So jumping ahead to the NBA draft again, we have picks 13 and Pick number, uh, we got a number, another later pick in this draft. So if we sim to the first pick, so again, pick number 13, take a look and see uh, who's available for the, the Timberwolves to take here and hopefully, uh, you know, become a pretty, pretty solid squad. Not a lot of guys jump off the page. In fact, a lot of the, the top talent is very, very old, which is definitely not ideal for what we're trying to build. And it, it's not going to, it's really not going to help us much at all. So I think uh, it might be a good idea to look to trade the pick and see if there's someone else available via trade that's maybe going to be a little more valuable than the players that are actually available still. So we could trade uh, our first and our second this year for a first and a second from the Sixers later on. We definitely can't do that because it's not going to help us. We can get two first-round picks from the Bulls. I was hoping we could maybe get a decent player. Wow, okay, we were actually offered a like a really really good point guard a euro stash 21 years of age a 77 overall point guard that's that's really really good so that would be a really good option for us we also got offered a deandre hunter uh, a really good or at least a decent small forward 22 years of age 78 overall so that could be another good option so we've got a a, a decent amount of uh trades that we're being offered as far as getting players are concerned we have a number of teams that are offering us multiple first-round picks, but that's not really going to help us because you just don't know what you're getting. So I think for us, we're going to grab that DeAndre Hunter. The only issue we would run into is we have to trade our A.J. Reeves, but I think that's a no-brainer given that Reeves is just a – he's a shooting guard, just a 71 overall at 21. So you're talking a huge jump. So we'll make that trade. I think that makes our team uh, quite a bit better as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we'll also try to trade that second pick that we have, just knowing that the players that are available in this draft aren't that great. It's not, it's not a very good draft class. So we'll look to see who is being offered for that pick. 
Nothing, nothing fantastic. You know, we've been offered a, a first round pick, a first and a second, but most of this, uh, most of this is pretty crappy. And a lot of these teams are good teams, so the picks you'd be getting just wouldn't end up being very good picks. Probably, you know, our best option would be, uh, you know, for, we can get a first round pick and a second round pick from the Raptors, which is pretty good and it's unprotected. I think we'll go that route. Just getting two picks is pretty good. So we'll end up doing that. And we will pick up one player in the second round. So we have the 14th pick in the second round of the draft. I think we could probably get a pretty decent player just in terms of age is concerned. We have a 21-year-old, a center, Keith Stevenson. That's not too shabby. A 7'4 wingspan. He is a 7'1 for height. We will take him. He's out of UCLA. So I think that's a, I think that's a pretty solid uh, way to end this draft. we got a, a good, solid prospect that's a small forward that can back up Andrew Wiggins. And I think I like our chances uh, you know, this next season. We've definitely already – I think we're off to a good start as far as getting better is concerned. Looking at team and player options, Moritz Wagner and Josh Akogi both have a two-year team. We accept both of those. Moving on to the qualifying offer portion – Looking at who you know who's available here, so we have Ekanabogu. We'll, we'll extend his qualifying offer. You have Dario Saric. We will extend his qualifying offer as well. You had a couple other players that were more, you know, depth pieces per se. But uh, our two-way player, Nick Roberts, got pretty good. He is a 70 overall at just age 20. So we're actually going to extend him a qualifying offer. And then we have our other Mitchell Gill was a not a two-way player, but he was a young depth piece. And he actually got pretty good, too, 20 years of age. He's all the way up to a 68 already. I think we'll extend him as well because they'd be good depth pieces that aren't going to really make much money. And so it's worth holding on to them if we can. So we are negative in terms of cap space. You know, the one player I think we have to look to move on from because I don't know that what he's bringing to the table is good enough, and he's already getting pretty old, is going to be Robert Covington. Uh, it's a pretty team-friendly deal, though. That's the tricky part. Maybe the option, the best option for us could be maybe to look to move Andrew Wiggins, who is just an 85 overall at uh, 25, and he just hasn't gotten, you know, he hasn't taken that next step. If you compare him, I mean, Robert Covington is an A-plus perimeter defender. I just think Wiggins makes too much money for where he's at in his career, and so we are going to move, unfortunately, on from Andrew Wiggins if we can get the right deal. We have uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is being offered, so Wendell Carter Jr., and Nick Patoon for Wiggins and Moritz Wagner. It's pretty good. Wendell Carter Jr. is just 21, but an 82 overall. That's a pretty solid deal there. We've also been offered uh, a player named Raycon Black. He is uh, 21 years of age. He is a 78 overall. So very similar to the guy we already traded for. So probably not the best fit, given we already have a young player at that position. Miles Turner is also being offered with James Ennis. That's a pretty solid contract as well. He's also, uh, you know, only making 18 million, which, you know, doesn't doesn't seem like a good deal. But when you're jumping down from 29 million, which is what Wiggins makes, that makes it a, you know makes it look a little nicer. The Nick Batoon contract is what really makes you pause on the Wendell Carter Jr. deal. But I do like I do like the option of having him. But again, Carl Towns is your center, so I don't know that it's the best option for us to trade for just another center I, I don't know that it helps us out much so it's probably not the best deal it would have been nice if we could have gotten someone that fits position wise a little better now we were offered Kevin Love and a first round pick uh, from the Cavaliers 
I actually think that that's a trade we're going to do. And the reason I think we're going to do it is because why not? It's hilarious that we're going to just reverse fortunes, as it were, since originally it was Kevin Love that was traded for Andrew Wiggins. And it gives us a nice starting power forward. Dario Sarge is decent, but just not getting the job done. Uh, and, and we'll keep, I think it's a good idea for us to actually keep Robert Covington just because he's such a good three-point shooter and he's such a good defender. Even though his overall is not great, I think his skill set fits really nicely with Towns. And I really like what he brings to the table. So we'll go through the rest of the offseason. I don't know that there's necessarily any other big moves we're looking to make as far as trades are concerned. So we'll get to the offseason through that, and we'll take a look at power rankings and jump into year number two. Again, you're listening to the NBA 2 Key League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. All right, so at the start of the season, we'll start off by going over our roster. So we'll start point guards. We have Darius Garland, Javon Quinterly, and we did sign to our third point guard is Milos Teodosic, which uh, I think is a pretty good uh, third guy to have off the bench. Uh, as far as shooting guards are concerned, we have Josh Okogie, Nick Roberts, Mitchell Gill, and then our two-way players, Sebastian Woolridge. Small forwards, Robert Covington. We have the player we traded for, DeAndre Hunter. And we have Jarrett Horton. Dario Sarge and Kevin Love are our power forwards. And then we have a plethora of centers. Uh, Carl Towns, Mo Wagner, which Mo Wagner, I think, for my money, is more of a power forward. Uh, Ikan Abogu. And then the, 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 two, sorry, the second round pick, Keith Stevenson, who is a center power forward. And then we have a center power forward, Joe Norman. He is part of our uh, G League team. He's a two-way player. So looking at how the teams are stacking up power rankings-wise, NBA.com has us at 27th. So we've technically moved up. Looking at 2K Sports, we have uh, still 30th. Not great. And the man that always loves us, Mark Spears. Wow. Mark Spears has us ranked in the power rankings as the fourth best team. Hopefully, we will do him and his rankings proud. So, again, we'll jump ahead this time to the trade deadline. Take a look and see how the team is doing. Hopefully, the team's looking pretty solid. Maybe we can uh, make some moves to finalize a good stretch run. So, we will come back at you at that point. Take a look and see how the team is doing. All right. So, the team is... uh, Sort of improving, I guess you could say, but not to the degree we were hoping. 27 and 25, they are currently the eight seed in the West. So you were hoping a little better. They started off eight and one, and all of a sudden I'm thinking, man, Mark Spears in that number four power ranking is looking pretty good. And then we just lost a lot of games. So 27 and 25 is where we're sitting going into the second half of the season. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, the player that we traded our pick for, everyone wants this guy. They are doing everything they can to try to trade him. or try to trade for him. Uh, as of yet, we are not letting them touch DeAndre Hunter. I think there's a reason why everyone likes this guy. He's good, he is young, and he's pretty talented so far. We've had pretty good luck with him. So we are into the second half of the season. we starting off the second half. It's a mixed bag again. You know, a loss, a win, a loss, a win. Just no consistency, unfortunately, as far as uh, this Timberwolves team is concerned. 30 and 27 is where we sit right now, but again, immediately a loss. So it's been a really interesting season. Again, ups and downs. It does look like we're at least going to improve. It'd be nice to get into that 40 win column, but I just don't have faith at this point in this team because they go on losing streaks out of nowhere against some bad teams. And so it's kind of goofy, and it's really tough to predict how the season is going to finish. 
34 and 31 as we just lose a close one. Not even, no, sorry, a close, not a close one. We get blown out by the Denver Nuggets. One of the best teams, surprisingly, in the game right now. Number one overall seed, the Utah Jazz, have been really, really good in this simulation. So for whatever reason, whatever they're doing is working. Obviously, they must be building around Donovan Mitchell. And we continue. It's just back and forth, 37 and 34 as the season's coming down to the wire. We might not hit 40 wins again. We just, for whatever reason, refuse to consistently win games. 2K does not like the squad that we've built here. We're sitting at 38 and 37. Just, nope, now we're 38 and 38. It's looking like we're going to, yep, we're probably going to actually get worse, which is crazy as we are going to apparently lose out to end the season. We cannot win a single game to end the season. This is crazy. We just lost two straight games to the Jazz. We're on like a 10-game losing streak, and we blew it. 39 and 43 is how we finish. So that is the same record as before. MVP is Steph Curry. Tim Walton is your rookie of the year. Sixth man of the year is Zion Williamson. Kawhi is your defensive player of the year. Most improved, Michael Porter Jr. And Quinn Snyder, no surprise, for the Jazz is your coach of the year. Looking at the All-NBA teams, first, second, and third. And again, nobody makes the list. So Carl Towns just appears to not be taking the next steps we need. Or at least as a team, they're not doing it. And we missed the playoffs again. I, I'm just not impressed that, at all with how this simulation's gone. And I don't even – I like the team. I feel like we've actually built a pretty solid squad. 2K obviously disagrees as we are getting nowhere uh, as far as this team is concerned, which is, which is not doing us any favors. Uh, looking at the season statistics – We'll see who the big players were. Carl Towns averaging 18, 9, and 2 with a, a block and a half a game, which isn't too shabby. Kevin Love also getting you, you know, 7 rebounds, 15 points per game. You're not, you know, if the funny thing is the guy that everyone wanted, that DeAndre Hunter, is barely even playing. But in the minutes he gets, you know, he's averaging 8, 4, and 2. So pretty solid uh, you know, minutes when he does actually get to play, although it is not a lot. You know, it's weird. Looking at our starting lineup, you know, Towns, Love, Garland's an 84. You have Sarge in 82. Josh Okogi is 79. Robert Covington's in 82. Your backups. I mean, this is a pretty solid squad. But in year three, they just are not able to get it done. So I don't know. This offseason is going to be pretty crucial for uh, what we're able to do in these last two years in the simulation. But so far, I would say that this rebuild has been a complete failure. I just I am shocked that we're able to put together a pretty good roster and reap no benefits whatsoever, according to 2K. So we're going to see what we can do in this offseason. I, I do think it might be time to move on from Robert Covington and Dario Saric. I don't think they're getting the job done. Their overalls are just too low, while Robert Covington, I think – you know, for my money, is a fantastic defender, a great three-point shooter, and 2K agrees, but it's just not getting us wins, and that's just not going to cut it. Uh, 76ers are back-to-back -back champions as they take out the Lakers. So uh, a pretty successful uh, squad going for that 76ers team, even though they did lose Jimmy Butler after that trade. So it is going to be a massive offseason for the Timberwolves here in this simulation. Looking at the league meetings Maybe something gets passed here that makes us better. Seems unlikely. Everything is rejected against. We've still had not a single thing change in the league as far as the meetings are concerned. Nothing has been voted in. We are moving to the draft lottery again. 
Our only hope is that this is a more successful. So we've got two picks in this draft, the 12 and the 14. I think what we're going to have to do is hopefully package those to move up and and maybe get a, a more solid player. We did not move up in the lottery, which that's not too surprising. Looking at some of the available pieces out there, we, we just don't have much of available budget. So we probably can't make any changes to our trainer, unfortunately. So we're going to be stuck with just those two training camps. Uh, we do need a new head scout. The rest of our guys have one more season to go. But I think getting a good scout is going to be crucial because we have got to have a good offseason if we're going to have any chance of making a next jump. And the draft is going to be a big part of that. So if we can get a really solid player with one of our picks, I think we can hopefully take the next step. But so far, everything we have done has has really failed, surprisingly. And there's not much you can really do there. So jumping ahead to the NBA draft, we'll go through free agency, come back at you at the start of season number four. Again, you're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All right, season number four is about to start in this Timberwolves-centric rebuild taking a look at what the team you know, kind of has going for it. Roster-wise, Carl Towns, Kevin Love, Darius Garland. We have DeAndre Hunter, Dario Saric, Jordan Bell, Josh Okogie, Moritz Wagner, Jarrett Horton, Javon Quinterly, A.J. Hammonds, Keith Stevenson, Cody Clemens, Clay Price, Lawrence Armstrong, and then our two-way guys are Blake Padgett and Herman Anderson. I don't know why we even look at this at this point because it just doesn't help. But power rankings are concerned. We are. We moved up quite a bit on NBA.com. They have us as 21. 2K Sports, however, oof, hate is us. They hate us still. 29th. And Mark Spears, for whatever reason, still thinks we're going to be good. Has us as the sixth best team. I don't know about that, but good luck. And we're going to jump ahead to the end of the. End of the first half of the season, so right around the All-Star break, take a look and see how the team is doing, maybe make some trades. We're running out of time here in this simulation to win a championship, and heck, we're running out of time to make the playoffs. This has been, so far, a pretty much failed simulation, despite the fact that we got a pretty talented team. So we're going to have to see if the team can make that next step and, uh, and, and hopefully become a, a better team and make the playoffs. So we'll come back at you at that point. I just don't know what it is, but this Timberwolves team just refuses to become better. I don't know what it is. Look at this. I mean, your starting lineup, Carl Towns, Kevin Love. You have Darius Garland, DeAndre Hunter. You still have uh, Dario Saric, and you have Josh Okogie. Now, look at this. We're like eight or not. Let's see how many players we actually are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're nine players deep. In at, at a minimum, the 80s. I mean, that's that's a really solid squad, and they just cannot consistently win. We've been offered a decent amount of trades that have been pretty good. We actually got offered Tyus Jones and Devin Booker for our stud point guard and uh, Kevin Love, and I just was like, you know, I can't do it. I just can't make that move because as good as some of these players end up being, I just... I think that the the crushing blow to our chemistry just would not be worth what we could possibly gain. Carl Towns, by the way, makes his fifth All-Star game on this season, but he is the only one that does end up making it. So going through the end of the season, can we make a push? We're sitting at 500 right now, which 
is less than ideal, to say the least. And uh, no, no surprise, we start off the second half of the season with a loss. And oh, it's just, just not our yeah, two losses. So we're already below 500 now. It is not a great start to the second half. It's surprising, you know. We'll get a, you know, we'll beat the Jazz. We'll beat a really good team like, let's say, the Lakers, and then we'll lose to some teams that you wouldn't think are that great. We lost a team. We lost to the Pelicans, one forty-five to one hundred four. That's that's pretty ridiculous, especially given in our offseason we put a pretty big focus on grabbing some defensive talent. You know, you got Jordan Bell, you got AJ Hammonds, who's a pretty solid defender statistically in the game. So it's weird that it just isn't panning out. I feel like if we had prime Michael Jordan on this team, it would still lose. I don't know what it is, but this team just refuses to take that next step. We are 34-31. and 31. Can we finally make it into not only the playoffs, but how about let's get into the 40s for wins. This is just really getting out of hand at this point. We are on a bit of a win streak, so we've won about four or five games in a row. I'd love 141-87 to 87 we just won. So... We obviously have a talented team that can win some games. We just cannot win consistently. We are 39 and 32. We have a we have a solid shot, not to jinx it. We're we're hey, we're we're finally winning games. Can we keep this going? 41 and 32. We're finally into the 40s. 42 and 32. Maybe we can uh, you know, be successful then this season. And of course, as soon as I say that, we decide let's just lose games. Uh, 43 and 34. So by far our most successful season, and I don't think that's a shock. We have a very, very talented roster. But again, we're still sitting at 43 wins, and if we don't get a couple more to end the season, we may actually miss out on the playoffs for the fourth year. We lose our last two games. We finish at 44 and 38. Steph Curry is still sweeping as he's the MVP. Jalen Hands is your rookie of the year. Ayo Dasanma is your sixth man of the year. Defensive player of the year is, again, Kawhi Leonard. Raycon Black is your most improved player. He was a player we actually got offered in a trade. And Tom Thibodeau, of course, Tom Thibodeau is your coach of the year for the Orlando Magic because, of course, he is. Looking at the all-NBA teams, first, second, and third, no Carl Towns again. I don't know that I've ever done a simulation for the Timberwolves where Carl Towns does not make all-NBA almost every single time let alone never. Looking at the uh, all-defensive, no one there, and no one from the all-rookie either. Did we make? And no, because why would we? We missed the playoffs again. We actually had the same exact record as the Pelicans, but clearly they were better than we were. So we, for the fourth year in a row, missed the playoffs. So congratulations, Timberwolves. This has been pretty atrocious as far as uh, simulations have concerned. We've I don't know that we've ever had it go this poorly as far as uh, a season rebuild or a season um, of any sort. We're going to have to make major changes this offseason if we're going to have any shot of not only making the playoffs, making a run next off or next season in year number five. So we're going to go through the offseason, take a look and see what this team is able to do because – Something's got to change if we're going to have any shot of, of making it to the playoffs and making a run. So we're going to jump through the offseason, come back at you at the end of the offseason, and then we'll go through the season and take a look and see how the Timberwolves are able to do. By the way, in this year four simulation, your NBA champions are the Raptors as they have a 4-0 sweep 
over your Golden State Warriors. I want to take a look at the box score just to see what we're working against here. So if you take a look at the Raptors squad, let's see. So Kawhi Leonard, Jonas Valanciunas, OG Ananobi. This is not that good of a squad. I have no idea how they're this good. The only thing they have a, a, a you know Kobe White who is a 2K created player. He's an 85, but I have no clue how this team's that much better than we are. That I guess that, I'll tell you this. That just tells you just how good Kawhi Leonard is. Maybe we got to trade for him in the offseason. I guess we will see and come back at you next season in the final season of our Timberwolves simulation and our Timberwolves rebuild. Again, you're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Final season is upon us, and we are pulling on all the stops. We ended up deciding not to re-sign Michael Stauffer. Instead, we re- or we actually signed Steve Kerr, and we also decided not to sign Trent Peterson. He also was you know, playing a little hardball. We went all in on the defensive end of it. Really quickly, before we get into this fifth season, going to the power rankings, 19th as far as NBA.com has us. Looking at 2K Sports, they have us as dead last. And Mark Spears, forever a believer in the Timberwolves, has us fourth. So we are going to simulate through this entire season and take a look and see if we can somehow make a run. Going over the roster, quick before we do that, we have Carl Towns, Darius Garland, Kevin Love, DeAndre Hunter, Dario Saric, Jordan Bell, Josh Okogie, Jarrett Horton, Moritz Wagner, Javon Quinterly, Daniel Theus, Jonathan Simmons, Cody Clemens, Clay Price, Lawrence Armstrong, and our two-way players, Josh Padgett and Damon Valentine. In a crazy turn of events, as we are running out of time for this week's NBA 2K League show, we go from never making the playoffs to winning the championship. Finals MVP is Carl Anthony Towns. We did it. So despite being just bad in years one through four in this simulation, we end up more successful than we were in the Orlando Magic simulation. We take the championship. We beat the Hornets four games to one. Very, very impressive and absolutely love it. Now, again, Carl Towns did not make an all-NBA team, but we did have our stud point guard, Darius Garland, actually made all-NBA third team. So pretty impressive. The guy, by the way, that's been just off the charts good in this simulation, in this season specifically, Josh Okogie, just dominating, playing great basketball, putting up really solid statistics for the Timberwolves. So very cool we we were able to pull this one off. This went from being a really rough, really, really rough simulation to being the best one we've had so far. This is just week number two, of course, in our team rebuilds. Again, you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Net channel. We are NBA 2K League Show. You can find us at NBA 2K League Show on Twitter. For anyone that missed portions of this episode and portions of this rebuild, make sure you follow us on iTunes. You can listen there. We are now on Podient, Stitcher, and we actually just most recently joined Spotify. So you can find us there as well. And that does it for this week's show. And until next week, keep it 2000.